Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, the podcast that I don't host. But it is hosted by my good friends Edgar Montplazier and Jockey Snail. Very good guys. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcast, but like a mosh pit. And if you ask them to stop, they'll start shit. I'm talking sports to politics to back and forth to plead the fifth. And now I'm coming back for more. Bling, bling, really big ring. Basky out with the crowny thing. With the comedians with the clowny thing. So you better bow down as the Coach Kings. I just think that he's like a... Uh... That's just like, if you have a thing, like, why not lean into it? In the same way that I think that, uh, 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 what's that nigga's name? Why can't I remember his name right now? Uh, co-star of Atlanta, lead in a, yeah, he plays very similar things. Like, you know, he, he has nailed that kind of vibe. And I think if you have that going for you, why not continue to rock it? I would say his characters in Atlanta, Get Out, and Sorry to Bother You were all different. No, I don't. I don't think. I think his characters are very, very similar. Uh, I mean, his character in Get Out. Well, okay, yes, in Get Out, yeah, but and his character in Sorry to Bother You was he played almost two. He played two different characters in that movie. In Get Out, and and in Sorry to Bother You. He played the black version of himself and then the white-speaking version of himself. But he didn't play that. That was, I know it was David a voice. Cross. I know it was a voice, but he still had to play that role. Um, and him and... Him and um, he was very conscious in that movie, whereas him in Atlanta, he plays very aloof not even aloof but he but still he has that stoner energy to him like he he carries that with him i think of like that like i'm a stoner i'm kind of like cuz even in like that movie he has that same low energy like uh draw to his voice mm-hmm. and i think that that's present in every role he does it's also present in get out which is why in get out when he's playing that white dude it's so uh, staggering, because you're just like, oof, this is really not who Lakeith is. Yeah. Uh, but I think that those three... Remember that other movie he was in, too? Which um, one? I haven't seen it, but everybody says he's great in it. Um... All politics is evil. Is it short-term? Yeah. Short-term 12? Yeah. He is that low-energy dude in that movie. That's the first movie I ever saw him in. Mm-hmm. But he plays like this depressed black kid who doesn't want anyone to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Hey man, sometimes you also get typecast. Oh yeah, um, I mean, I, but I wouldn't say he's typecast. I think that like he has this thing that works for him. He has a lot of credits. Yeah, he does. Um, he's killing it. He was in Selma. He's in Selma, and and he's he was like, in Snowden. That's right, he was in Snowden. He was I, not the same character in Snowden. I have not seen Snowden. Uh, I forgot he was in that. In Selma, he's like, I mean, he's not a stoner because it's the 60s, but he's that same. And he's only in Selma for like, his death in Selma is more important than yeah. him being alive. Uh, he's in it for like three minutes. He was Snoop? And straight out of Compton? Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn. And I would say that he played Snoop almost like he plays a uh, uh, dude in Atlanta. And he's only in that movie for like three minutes. True. Yeah, man, he has a lot of good characters. Uh, he has a lot of good roles, I mean. He's in Dope, and he plays a very, very similar character in the movie Dope. 
Yeah, man. I mean, when you get offers and shit like that, sometimes they you you get offers because they want you to be what makes you popular. I mean, unfortunately, I that's like the mark of like a good actor though, is that you bring like they want you to like you're saying they want you to bring that to the table. Yeah. Because um, then that's when you get to the point where someone writes that role for you because they're just like, oh, I know that Jaquise Neal could do this. Like I'm yeah. writing it with Jaquise Neal in mind. Which is cool. I mean, I would say he, I would say he isn't typecast necessarily. No, I don't think he's typecast. Um, I think he brings that energy to the roles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the same um, way that I don't think Michael B. Jordan is typecasted. I think Michael B. Jordan, if you get him, that's what he's going to bring. Uh, I am very interested to see Creed too, though. That trailer was phenomenal. Did you see it? Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Is um. I've been having a lot. I think I'm suffering from early Alzheimer's because I've been having a hard time remembering people's names lately. Uh, what's the dude's name that co-wrote Creed that we know? Aaron, uh, Aaron Covington. Aaron Covington. Did he also co-write that as well? Do I we don't know? think so. Let me look. I don't know. But I don't think he did. I don't Because I don't think um, Homeboy isn't. I don't think Coogler directed this one either. Probably not. But, I think he just produced it. Yeah, I was gonna say, but he produced it. Um, yeah, dude. I uh, I don't think that necessarily makes people no, bad because I mean, I know. Look I, at, I, look I, at, again, I am not saying that it makes because I will. I will even take it a step further. I will take it a step further. Um, I might get flamed for this because I, but I think he is. One of the best actors of all time. Who? But how many different roles do you see somebody like Denzel Washington play? Well, that's what I was saying. Denzel, I think Denzel brings himself yeah. to those movies, which is which is a uh, which is great because not, that's what uh, I'm no, not no, trashing. I know, I know, I know that. I know that. I'm just saying, which is which is that natural thing that a lot of actors don't bring to roles where you'd be like, all right, you're acting. Yeah. Whereas you can see Denzel and just be like, oh, I believe you are this person because you are so much just naturally in this role. Absolutely. But then um, there's someone like Don Cheadle on the other side of it where I mm-hmm. think that John Cheadle is a chameleon. And not in all of his roles, but in some of those roles, he really disappears into that person. And I wanted to make sure I picked the black person who does that. I didn't want to like go like, oh, well, Ethan Hawke, who is mm-hmm. also someone who, uh, Ethan Hawke is someone that they talk about. It doesn't matter what movie it is. It mm-hmm. could be an amazing Oscar prestige movie or one of them straight to DVD trash movies. But Ethan Hawke will give you everything Ethan Hawke has. Mm-hmm. And I think Don Cheadle is that way, too, where they like... They really disappear in themselves. And I think Denzel is very good. I'm not saying Denzel's he's no so Terrence great. Howard, where Terrence Howard is just Terrence Howard. Like Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. that nigga to call it acting is to be like, what do you no nigga? You just being yourself. Yeah. Terrence Howard has had a couple good roles, but Yeah, but yeah. he just being Terrence like that's what made Iron that's what made him as Rhodes in Iron Man so insufferable. Was just like, come on, bro, like Yeah. Try a little bit harder to make me believe that you're a general. Yeah, yeah. Uh I I would love to see I was thinking like who else can I see play somebody different and like really and, disappear into the part. And this is going to be weird because he only disappears into these parts when he plays like old slave niggas, but 
Sam Jackson disappears into those no, fucking parts. Samuel L. Jackson is Samuel L. Jackson in every movie. In Django, he was that's Samuel far. L. Jackson. <laughs> he, but no, but not like the Samuel L. Jackson from like Nick Fury or Snakes on a Plane. Like he has two very different Samuel L. Jacksons. That is true. Like he plays the same character whenever he's in those roles, but then when he comes out of those roles, then he's cool Sam Jackson. And then the other Sam Jackson is slave nigga Sam Jackson. Like in that movie and in Black Snake Moan. Black Snake Moan. Yeah. Or, or even, uh, what's the movie he did with Kerry Washington where she was married to um, a uh, white Lakeview man? Lakeview Terrace with Patrick Wilson. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like even that movie he was like, oh, even though he was modern, he was slave nigga Sam Jackson in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I still think that like. I don't know. I'm trying to think really right now of a black actor that's like, uh, I guess we call them character actors, mm-hmm. where like they really um, become another person. Who is someone that's like that? That's like the Daniel Day-Lewis of black people, of black actors? Yeah, Daniel Day-Lewis is a very famous one. I think Tilda Swinton is another one. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know, man. I can't think of one, and I don't know if that's because my mind is just drawing a blank, or I'm asleep, or... Jeffrey Wright. Do you know who Jeffrey Wright is? Yeah. I yeah. think that he is someone who, like, especially if you watch his TV work, whew, yeah. like uh, him on Boardwalk Empire, you really. He's great. Uh, and then versus his co-star on uh, um, Boardwalk Empire, shit, I can't remember his name. Black guy, plays Omar in The Wire, I know and Chalky White. He yeah, is. Yeah. I love him. He's a great actor, but that's, yeah. that nigga is himself in everything. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great, though. He's great. I love he's it, great. but he's that same, like, chagrin, hard-ass nigga in everything. But even, like, Jeffrey Wright, I can't, like, he's great, but I can't compare him to, like, a Daniel Day-Lewis because, like, black folks don't often get the chance to, like, lose themselves in roles like that. That's very true. That's 100% uh, true. Unless they're playing, like... Like even Ali, for instance, Will Smith and Ali, which was a great role for Will Smith. Like Will Smith and the Fresh Prince persona that Will uh, Muhammad Ali and the Fresh Prince persona that Will Smith was just coming off of, relatively, kind of has similarities to it. Where where he brought a little bit of that. To he it. brought a little bit of that to him, and I it agree. was like, oh, okay, this is a perfect role for Will Smith. Yeah. Whereas like a Daniel Day Lewis, for instance. He's like, oh, you himself. want me to be Abraham Lincoln? I'll be Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> like, this ain't a perfect role for me. I'll just become Abraham Lincoln. I think if you watch Jeffrey Wright I do, in I Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, he's great. Bro, I'm telling you, he's, he's great. Trans- like, it's like, hey, watch him in that and then watch him in Westworld, and it's two yeah. completely different niggas. But yeah. I know what you're saying. Like, black people aren't given that opportunity to really, we're not allowed uh, imagination as much as white people are. Because uh, yeah. when we're in something, we're black. Like, you know, like, I mean, that's why it's so hard for people to imagine us being superheroes and stuff like that. Because yeah. they're just like, no, that person's white. And, like, no one wants Michael B. Jordan to be Superman because they're just like, Superman is white. Yeah. But it's like, this nigga's an, an alien. It doesn't exist. I mean, you know, somebody somebody posted on Twitter um, what would make, like, that delegation of... uh nerd fans or white fans or racist fans because they you know uh, it's not just all white people you well, i mean mostly went with the michael b jordan thing being superman mm-hmm. uh but it's also i do think that it's also like nerd fans too um who j- 
just can't see anything but the original source material uh, be presented, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and he was like, what do you think would make them, I can't remember what his other one was, which was Black Superman or something else. I can't remember. Uh, and I was like, man, if, if Superman becomes black, they will reinstate slavery to keep us in check. Uh, mm-hmm. that will literally be, that is the last, that would be like one of the last straws, even though it's a fictional character. He is so white. He is like the epitome of the American way. Mm. That I can't see Michael B. Jordan. Which is so that fascinating because the character in and of itself is so inherently Jewish. Like it's literally this young Jewish man wrestling with this idea of a Messiah come to save people. Like that is where he came, he came up with all of that stuff. So the idea Wait, that you, like you think Superman is he was a created Jewish by a character. Jewish guy, well, yeah, and like that. I'm saying, like it came from him hearing stories from his parents telling him about the Messiah that was supposed to come and save mm-hmm. uh, uh, the Jews at the time. And that's where he came up with the idea for Superman. Mm. And that's what I'm saying. It's so fascinating that white people have, like, attached him to, like, this, like, idea of whiteness when it's like, no, this this character has deep roots in Judaism, especially if you look at the mythology of it all. Yeah. Uh, I would love to see a black Batman. That would be fun. That would be more fun for me than a black Superman. Mm-hmm. I mean, Black Superman would be fun, but a Black Batman would be very fun because I feel like Black Batman is always. I mean, a Batman is just so brooding mm-hmm. that a Black Batman could be a very fun character. Just like if you take him out of the brooding world and put him in like the hood, <laughs> just be like a, just be like a a, a hood Batman. What? No, he's very fucking funny. <laughs> the wealth of Batman is so important to the character. I know that. I know that. Uh, but man, it would be fun. You it want be... Batman to be where he gonna park his car? No, Let's I don't mean. I don't there. mean he's from the hood. I just mean like he has that energy to him. Mm. Uh, where what would make that interesting to me is if it was like. Niggas didn't fuck with him no more because he became rich and shit. And then yeah. it's like, man, you changed, Bruce. You used to be that dude. Yeah. What, or, happened, what happened to that boy? Or his or his Bruce Wayne still has to be like a hood nigga, but when he's Batman, he's... Because Bruce Wayne and and Batman mm-hmm. is plays a playboy, Yeah, but that's not him. He's playing the fucking character. Yeah. Uh, so black Batman would play that character. Yeah. Like he plays basketball still. <laughs> he listens to hip hop. Uh, every stereotype. This and is then, a bad movie. You're making a good funny. idea very bad. It's very funny. <laughs> very funny, I think. Uh, that would be very fun. I would love to see it. And you know who I want to see in it? Who? Michael B. <laughs> <laughs> you literally said he wouldn't be brooding. <laughs> I know. Uh, I want to see Will Smith as Batman. Yeah, that's who you want. <laughs> who just jumped out of an airplane for his 50th birthday. I, I don't get people who do shit like that. Who decide, like, I'm turning a certain age. I'm going to do this at this age. Will Smith is irresponsible. And I want to be on record as I saying that. I don't get that. Why? Because if he died, that would irresponsible. be irresponsible. I mean, people do that shit all the time. But, like, to choose, I want to do it at my 50th birthday. It's just weird. He has too much money. Which is why you knew he wasn't going to die. Because he, he was too rich. Yeah, man. Man, they, they gave that nigga ropes that ain't never been made before. <laughs> <laughs> there was no way that shit was snapping. <laughs> they had an invisible goddamn uh, net under him that you couldn't see in case it snapped. 
Which is so funny, man, because my one of my favorite moments at the Fresh Prince, one of my favorite fucking moments is when uh, Trevor was proposing to Hillary Banks mm-hmm. and he punched each other and, uh, and then he fucking smacked the ground and died and she didn't know and the whole family was back there and was like, this nigga just died. <laughs> man, that was one of the funniest goddamn moments. And when he was like, I'm going to bungee jump out of an airplane, that's all I could think about. Yeah. Uh, was if that happened to him on Facebook Live while millions of people were watching. I think it would redefine social media. If a celebrity dies on social media? If someone died on something like that, I think it would redefine social media. I think it would change. Well, I think celebrities, one, would be less incentivized to, like, do kind of shit like that because they'd be like, this is a dangerous risk. I think, like, so many think pieces about what social media means and all that stuff would come out. Like, if someone died doing something like that live while a whole bunch of people were watching, I think it would have the kind of effects on the way we talk about things in media that I think 9-11 had, where we would just be like, the the culture of watching things would change, and we would blame ourselves so heavily for it. Like, we'd be like, we made him jump. We wanted him to jump, and he did it for us, and then he died. <laughs> I would be like, that nigga wanted to jump himself. Of course you would say that. But I think <laughs> that's he how, did. <laughs> but I think that that's <laughs> what did. I think that's what would happen in our culture is yeah. we would be so self reflective about it. Like you know like how media literally changed after nine eleven? Yeah. I mean I you know, to my perception, I was fourteen when nine eleven happened, so I didn't have that big of a grasp on what media was before that. But Yeah, the twenty four hour news cycle. But the twenty four hour news cycle definitely kicked up. I mean, I, I think that whole um twelve month span changed that because the Florida recount mm-hmm. was really the first instance that I can remember of just this shit is around the clock. Yeah, and people uh, want information uh, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I and mean, then nine eleven was a very early OJ example. OJ was a that. very early example of that too. Mm-hmm. Um I don't remember that as much. Uh I do remember it. Uh, but I don't remember it as much. I think the Michael Jackson trial was pretty soon Michael after Jackson that. Michael Jackson trial was very soon after that where everyone was like, oh, like that was what people were talking about the whole time. Yeah, yeah. But this obsession, I think like that obsession with like a celebrity and stuff like that, I think Will Smith dying live would maybe mark an end towards that and people being like, whoa, we can't, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like social media shouldn't be a celebrity game. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. It's weird, man, because social media is... I've been thinking about this a lot over the past 24 hours. Uh, first, because there's been, there's, there's been a lot of trash-ass takes recently on social media. Uh, first, Mostly I'll say... coming from Jaquise Neal's account, but... Uh, in what way? I'm just saying. Like, in what way? I was just making a joke. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I don't, I, don't, I don't think I've made any takes in the past 24 hours, uh, besides my fa- five favorite wrestling finishes moves uh but i feel like i don't get y'all be y'all treat me so trash in here (laughs) i don't fuck with y'all like that uh when y'all like shit uh but anyway i i do think that i don't get i was wondering like is social because we all say social media is bad and shit and a lot of these takes that people have, for instance, this take with the Bill Cosby going to jail, 
that, oh, why y'all didn't do this to all the white people type shit, which is a trash take. I wonder is that something that obviously people felt before social media was a thing and they could just type their fucking opinions online, but is it better for us to know like who the sheep in wolf, wolf clothing is or not know? Like before social media, nobody would know if a hundred people had that opinion. Mm. But now we do. We know everybody who has it because they fucking type it online. That's a fascinating question. So, uh, like, is that a bad thing? There are benefits to both, uh, to quote LCD Sound System. Uh, I think that, like, I think it's dope that there are times where we're just like, oh, this person was revealed. Like, you know, the amount of racists that have been revealed and stuff like that. Yeah. But I think there's a badness to it where we're becoming addicted to it. And interestingly enough, the Cosby thing also, like, made me think about that in a way that I was just like, and maybe this is a, a, an alternative point, but it felt like people were, like, getting off on watching him do his perp walk mm-hmm. in a way where I was just like, I don't know if this is healthy. Like, I don't, I do not know if this is healthy. Uh, uh, like, you know what I mean? And, like, again, I think that justice was 100% served. I don't anyone even say that I'm questioning that. I think that justice was 100% served. I think he could have done more time, personally. But I think, like you're saying, like, this idea of everyone being able to have an opinion on it and putting it online, there are benefits to it, but there are some negative things yeah. coming from it. I mean, because that's the thing. It's, it's truly scary, and it reminds me of that Black Mirror episode where uh, they wanted the prime minister to fuck the pig yeah. live on television. That's what yesterday felt a lot like to me, where I was just like, everyone's giving their takes on this, and everyone is treating this very, very uh, overdue justice moment almost like sport. Mm-hmm. Like, it felt very similar to, like, Warriors winning, Warriors losing, and everyone jumping in. And I was like, I don't know if matters of criminal justice should feel like this. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, I've never been in a situation where I wanted personal justice serve, so I don't know how that feels. And if, you know, this is a way of latching on to wanting that personal justice serve and feeling that victory that I'm sure all those women felt when the sentence was uh, given. But... Yeah, man. I don't know, but that's the thing. You said everybody who has these opinions. That's like, they all had the opinions. All, all. Anyway. Yeah, but it's projecting it's just now. It's just now we can see everybody's opinions. Yeah, which is funny because we are on the show where we're giving opinion. I, you know, like I mean, it's an opinion based world. People want to know your takes. It's a hot take world. I get it. I get it. I mean, but uh, you say that it's funny, but I mean, truly, it's if I'm being honest, the opinion part of this show is what I hate the most. Like, I, I hate it. I truly despise it. I don't want, like, it's something that it doesn't give me any joy. Uh, and it's not something that, I mean, I think about it a lot of, like, man, why why is this even necessary? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it makes well, me question, why is this even necessary? I mean, it's not necessary. There is. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I I don't think I don't think people giving their opinions is inherently bad. I don't either. I think the access to millions of people giving their opinions is 
is overdoing it. Uh, there was a time where, look, everybody's opinion matter. Everybody has one, but there was a time where you had to work to get your to be in a position to get your opinion out to the masses, right? Sure. Um, and kind of goes back to what we were talking about last episode, where now all it takes is just becoming viral. And your opinion can get out to the masses, and then you go away. So it, it like it's it's almost like opinions aren't necessarily attached to people anymore; they're just attached to echo chambers and and fucking just moments and times and blah blah blah. It's almost yeah. like either you have this opinion or you don't, and if you don't, you're wrong or you're right. You know, and then, I don't know. But I don't then know. I also wonder, like you know, how much. And again, not to be too self reflective, but I'm like, how much does this podcast play into that? I'm and sure like how much it. does this podcast like you know like how much are we giving into this cycle of needless opinions um whereas i feel like what drew me to art originally was this idea that like expression was so valuable that you could like work to like you know create it and find a way that you could express it but also what was beautiful about it was that to each person that saw your art they also walked away with their own individual expression. And I don't know if that's always true of takes. I feel like takes are you're either with this take or you're not with this take. That beauty of subjectivity is missing from it. And that's what I like about art is, you know, when I go to the museum with Anna and she looks at a piece and I look at a piece, we walk away with two very differing, not even opinions, but experiences from it that are both valid and I think that in this world of takes, that isn't necessarily true. Like, you're either with it or you're not. And if you're with it, dope. You're with me. I'll retweet you. I'll follow you. If you're not with me, I won't retweet you. I won't follow you. I'll probably call you names. And that, to me, is depressing. And I wonder at times, what what contribution am I making to this? I don't know. Maybe it's all your fault. It is. It always is. Maybe everything that's wrong in the world is your fault. I, I constantly think of this. And if you would just shut your mouth, mm -hmm. the world would be a better place. I agree. I agree. Donald I, Trump wouldn't be president? Nope. I actually predicted Donald Trump being president. I said if Frank Ocean drops his album, Donald Trump will 100% be president. It was because music was too good in 2016. It was mm -hmm. too fucking good. We had to pay something back. It's your fault. Nobody wouldn't have known about Frank Ocean if you wouldn't have said that shit. I know. I know. But you had to open your mouth, I and now kids are locked up in cages. Mm. Send all your angry tweets to Edgar Montplazier. Yeah. Uh, uh, if you tweet at me this week, please start with, I blame you with Trump, and then whatever you want to say with me. You whatever wanna, you want to say to me. You want to know what else is your fault? Hmm. I'll let you know. Right after the break. It is the Culture Kings podcast with Jackie and Edgar. We are talking about what is Edgar's fault. It is your fault mm -hmm. that I have not heard this hot fire rap song that you said you were going to bring. No, hold on. Hold on. You said you were going to bring wait it. One goddamn moment. We had an agreement, which was. If people 
send us pictures. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you put that on people. Mm-hmm. You put that on people. You want to hear it? I want to hear it. I you wanna guys want to hear it? I want to hear it. Now, right. this is a bad precedent because we said we were going to do this if somebody, if people did this. And if we do it, then we're basically calling ourselves liars. No, no. But I'm it doesn't have to, to be your hottest rap. It doesn't have to be your hottest rap. But I do want to hear, I do want to hear this rap. Or at least the one I've heard online before. Okay. I want the world I to will, hear this. I will send you this rap. All right, so you sent it to me? Mm-hmm. Now, you sent it to me on YouTube. That's correct. And I want to be very, very clear right now mm-hmm. that this is a video, has 97 views on YouTube. That's correct. And it's not just a video that you got. It's not just like you made the song and then you put like a, a regular background or some shit. You guys have like pictures changing. So when your part comes up, mm-hmm. It changes to a picture of, I'm guessing this is you in a suit. That is correct. In tie. That is Black correct. suit looking like Agent K from Men in Black. That is correct. Okay. All right. Let's hear it. This is, ladies and gentlemen, this song is called We Got It. Mm-hmm. This is my verse on this, this song. This is Edgar Van Asa's verse correct. on the track We Got It. Okay, here we go. With untied shoelaces Oh, must be Edgar Van Aces Don't remember names Don't remember faces So cut the bullshit And tell me where your place is Hit it, split it, forget it It's all the same You don't gotta break up If you got game Why he so cool? Who's to blame? Niggas who talk shit Fuel my game. They say he's from Colorado. He's from Texas. It don't matter where I'm from. It's where the best is. But currently, I'm throwing up West Side. For asking to pop straight out my stride. Can't up me, so why even try? Why work hard if you will never die? I'm not trying to say I'm eternal, but y'all gonna keep playing this until it's internal. <laughs> we got aces. We got. Those are bars, bro. I don't know what you're saying. Those are bars. You had the nerve <laughs> to walk through these doors. <laughs> One day, and we play. Was you here when we played that Kobe Bryant track? Was you on that episode? No, I was not. I would never be here for something so terrible. Okay. Well, you had the nerve to say that. You made Kobe Bryant sound like fucking rock. Okay, him. but how old? <laughs> how old was Kobe Bryant when he did his track? Versus how old was I when I did that? How old were you when you did that? I was that? seventeen years old. Seventeen years old. Let me okay. see when Kobe did his because I don't think he was much older. But he wasn't seventeen. I'll tell you that. Oh my lord, Edgar, that was awful. Mm. Those were bars. Uh, I don't care what anybody says. Those were bars. What was your favorite? What's your favorite bar from that? <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite bar from that? I like. That's I like. Internal. Yeah, that's the. I like that one. Uh, nineteen ninety nine. How old were you? Nineteen ninety nine. How old was I in nineteen ninety nine? I was like seven or eight years old. <laughs> yeah. Um, but how old was he when he did it? I'm doing math in my head. 1999, he was 18 and 96, so he's like 22. 22, 23, somewhere around that mm-hmm. age. Mm-hmm. See, somewhere much, around there. He's, much he's old. 40 right now, which I should know, and I'm embarrassed to say I didn't at the top of my So he was 21. Um, much older. Much older, yes. Much older. Uh, he was drinking. Edgar. 
can make as many excuses as you want. I was 17 years old. I stand Eddie, by my verse. Listen. It's internal. Listen, man. I listen. stand by my verse. I feel you, man. I, I, I feel like you. That, line, that was your art. That was your expression. Absolutely. You know, and and we can we 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 all had different takes on it. Absolutely. We all walked away feeling a certain way. Absolutely. Sophie, how did you feel after you heard that? Um, I'm still internalizing. All right. Dad Nick, how did you feel when you heard that? Um, yeah, I'm still waiting for it to become internal. <laughs> <laughs> that was very good. That was very good. Uh yeah, man. I felt I felt great after hearing that. Seventeen years old. That's okay, man. And I had bars. That's okay. You got another one? I'm gonna give you another chance because you know what? You was right. You were seventeen years oh, 17. old right there. And listen, man, listen, sometimes people ain't got the flow what they first, well, you know, when they, no. they write the bars down and they don't know how to navigate the track or anything like that. I get it. I get you. I get it. So, so this you one, got another one. What's the name of the, uh, what's the name of that, what's the name of that track? That's, um. Over. Over, yes. That's over. Uh, so this was maybe, I was like 18 years old, maybe okay. 19. Okay. So a couple years more experience. A couple more years more experience. A couple more years more experience. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, uh, I want to hear I the was growth. Obsessed. I was obsessed with Drake. Okay. All right. Uh 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 and again I I will say this. So this was I had not yet lost my virginity. This was 2000. I want to be very clear about this that I had not yet lost my virginity. So are you saying that But I very much so wanted to make it seem like I was fucking. Okay. So All right. so Drake released over in 2010 so this was at least 2010? Yes. Okay. Okay. So Some sense so I was 18. So you hadn't lost your virginity yet. That is correct. So you're you're saying that if whatever we hear right now is a product of you Wanting talking to, about experiences that you had not yet had. I had, had not yet, yet had. Okay. I was projecting and trying okay. to make it seem like I was out there fucking. Okay. okay. All right. What's the name of this? I don't know. We didn't really name our tracks. We yeah, just the released them. Okay. All right. So this is this is a sample beat. Were you still Edgar Van Aces at this point? I was still Edgar Van Aces All at right. this point. Thanks, still God. Edgar Van Asshole, cocky, cocky. egocentric e- superstar. Yeah. Okay. I'm hyped. <laughs> Here we go, ladies right. and gentlemen. Edgar Van Aces, age 19. Don't recognize our rappers to destroy. Aces. Too many red headlines <laughs> think they need something. But I'ma show these black hating black girls they ain't nothing. All a cutie babe wants is some loving. But since I'm super bad, I stay running. I'm no banger, but I stay gunning. Ain't no DJ, but the club stay jumping. Grinding up on fems. Beat stay thumping. You can't find your girl, cause we out humping. <laughs> 18, but I'm a legend. I'm an atheist, yet I live in heaven. Word to Zoe, they want validation. But I'm a king in a Democrat nation. Word to Ale, always NDB. Cause these bitch piranhas just don't know me. Y'all ill? Well, I'm iller. Y'all can be bad, but I'll always be thriller. <laughs> Y'all ill, but I'm iller. I just want to point out to listeners that Edgar mouthed every line. That's did right. you did you That's say right. y'all can sag, but I'm thriller? No, y'all can be bad, but y'all I'll can always be bad, be but I'll thriller. always be thriller. Okay. 
Okay. Because that's the You'll number be groundbreaking. one. That's a, exactly. Y'all can be always bad. Be groundbreaking. But I'll be Thriller. They can I'll always be the greatest. Be, they can always be a better song than you, but you'll be the one that people talk about. Exactly. Yeah, you'll be the one that exactly. you know, they're exactly. known for. Exactly. I could break down some of those lyrics if you had any questions. Okay. 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 What was uh what was the one you was like, yo, y'all be thumping, but me and your girl out oh, yes, humping? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, y'all humping? Uh, yeah. Yes. Is that dry humping? So, again, or was I had real not humping? had sex at this point. My only sexual encounter before this <laughs> was when I was 16 years old. My girlfriend wanted to have sex. Mm-hmm. I pulled out my penis. And she said no. And then, no, that's not what happened. What happened was far worse. Uh, we began. I uh, uh, put it uh, close to her area, and then immediately went. I can feel my parents judging me, and ran away. Okay. Uh, so that was my only sexual experience before okay. that point. Um, okay. She sl- she broke up with me after that. Yeah, um, I get that. Uh, look, it was a lot of pressure, Sophie. Yeah, I get that. Uh, <laughs> uh, so then, at this point, eighteen years old, I had not had sex yet right so you know that was me trying to use lingo that i thought was sexual right uh was that an exact quote that was exactly what i said in that moment okay. i remember very distinctly. hey listen man when god is in the room sometimes you know i wish he it. was in the room it was outside or Ooh. when he's well he was there he was god, was god is there porch oh, when god is there okay. all right uh, you know what? I will say that you know you had a little bit more conviction in your flow. Thank you, thank you. A, a little, little bit more, more conviction energy. in your flow. A more you know? Any other lyrics you want me to break you down? Were, you were navigate. I can't remember many of them anymore. <laughs> uh, Kobe they, was still better on Say My Name. Uh, wow. You know, you were you were you were navigating a little bit. You were flowing mm-hmm. through the beat just a little bit more in mm-hmm. that. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what made you retire from the rap game, sir? Um, or or. Will you come back? Come back, okay. come back, come back. Now here's come what back, it is. Come back, here's come back. If I'm a fan, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Because because I, I I used to rap too, and listen, I'm gonna go on a quest to see if I can find the couple of tracks that we made. Uh, for because we our group didn't make we didn't get to our solo album yet. We made. Mm-hmm. Two tracks on the labels album. Mm-hmm. That's back when, like, yeah, like labels would release. Like, labels these are were who release are albums. Our, this is who's yeah. on our roster. Yes, 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 yes. So we had two tracks on that. If I can find that, I'll do that. But Edgar, mm-hmm. will you? If can I force you to come out of retirement? If you are retired, if next week we got a third episode coming out. We're going to mm-hmm. start doing three episodes a week, right? That's correct. So October 1st, if we get a beat going and mm-hmm. we write lyrics to it, mm-hmm. me and you both rap, mm-hmm. will you come out of retirement for it? I will come out. Not only will I come out of retirement, but I up that. That okay. if we sell out the Chicago show, uh-huh. if we sell out the Chicago show, I promise that I will come out rapping. I will start come out the on Chicago that show live show rapping. Okay. But I'm saying for the October 1st of episode. Of course, October 1st episode, we, we can right. rap. But okay. if we sell out the Chicago show, I will perform whatever song we write next week live. Live. Okay. All right. I'll perform it with you. We don't have to come out either. We'll just perform it on stage. That's right. At the show. That's right. Okay. All right. I'm going to find us a beat. I'm going to send it to you. And then we go, we both, we both gonna write, not right now. I'm not gonna send it to you right now. Oh, I know, I know. But we both gonna write, we both gonna write some verses. And we gonna rap this shit. 
we gonna both come out of retirement because I haven't rapped. All right. It's a blessed day, guys. Here it is. I'm internalizing this right now. You should. You should. He had bars. Listeners. Edgar Van Aces had bars. Listeners, are you still gonna? Are you still gonna be Edgar Van Aces? I will still be Edgar right. Van Aces. So Thank Edgar, God. Edgar Van Aces, and Jay Dragon coming out of retirement. Yep, Jay right. Dragon. This Jay is a Dragon. great day, everyone. All right. So that's it. That's Jay Dragon, it. Edgar Van Aces, coming out of retirement. That's correct. This is gonna be glorious. What type of beat do you want, or does it matter? It does not matter. Okay. It does okay. not matter. Okay. All right. I'm going to find a good one. I'll, I'll bring straight one. fire to anything. Okay. Bet. Bet. I love it. Yo, I I started, I was, last night I was not really sleepy. I was navigating Hulu and decided to, for whatever reason, start a show that I've been seeing a lot on billboards and advertising uh, called Manifest, which was it's a show on NBC. And it's a show that revolves around, all right, so, like, the show starts out, these people get on a plane, uh, then they hit extreme, severe turbulence, right? Uh, And, uh, you know, they end up being fine, and then they land the plane. And when they land the plane, it comes out that they took off five and a half years ago. And it's five and a half years later. Mm -hmm. These people haven't aged. The world has moved on, blah, 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 blah. I started to watch this show last night. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate it. I liked it. I like shows like that. Uh, just mindless entertainment to follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it got me thinking. Like, is there? First of all, what? First of all, if I lost five and a half years of my life, mm-hmm. what do you think would change? What? Like, if you lost, if me and you got on the on the way to Chicago, mm-hmm. right, or on the way back from Chicago. Mm-hmm. We're in the air. We hit some extreme turbulence. We land. Mm-hmm. And when we land, it is now November 5th, 2023. Mm-hmm. All right. You want me to tell you what the world do you is think, like? Do you think, first, do you think Anna would still be waiting for you? No. Okay. No. But how long do you think she would mourn you? Because she thinks you're dead. She, they thought these people died. Yeah. How long have you been together? We've been together a year. Mm-hmm. I think Anna would mourn me for you saying three years? Five. No, no, no. Sophie's saying that Anna would mourn me for three years. I think so. I think Anna would start dating women. I mean, she is bisexual. Mm -hmm. And she she wouldn't start dating women, as she already has. I think that that, Anna would be like, you know what? This nigga really, this nigga really turned me off, men. Like, this this man was so trash. I don't want to deal with this shit ever again. Mm-hmm. I think that she would date an older woman who, like, you know, had her money right. Mm-hmm. You know, had shit together. Anna didn't have to worry as much. Because Anna could do her own thing. She could write and shit like that. Uh, what else would happen? So how long do you think that would take, though? I think a few years. A this, few a few years? A couple Three? Years. You think you think a couple two, years. Two. I think a couple she would years. Mourn you. Cause that's a shock to lose. It's not just shock. you died. You died there's in a no plane answer. crash. There's no answer. There's no answer. There's no answer. Because your plane disappeared. Yeah. There's no answer. There's no there's no fucking uh physical evidence of a yeah. plane crash or anything. Your plane just went in the Bermuda Triangle and disappeared. And, and this isn't me saying that Anna cares about me. I just know how Anna is. Yeah. And Anna, you know what Anna truly would do? This is kind of trash for me saying this, but I'll tell you truthfully, mm-hmm. she would jump head first into a bunch of shit to do. Because mm-hmm. she is someone that does not 
feel things. Mm-hmm. She'll she bear like you know what I mean. She buries it, so she'll just she'd go hard into some shit, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then at some point, you know, yeah, she would, it would all come to her. It would all come. I think I think Jess would. It would be a long time. For real, just 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 knowing her family history of people who have passed away and mm-hmm. how hard they take it and mm-hmm. how hard she's taken it, and also how long we've been together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she's on Tinder the next day. <laughs> she would not be. I think she's on Tinder uh, the next day, Jaquise. Not at all. I think she's on not Tinder the next day. Uh, she would be a wreck. I think she's on Tinder the next day. A wreck. I think, she in fact, a... she's texting me right now and asking. <laughs> do you have a Twitter invite, uh, uh, a Tinder invite Yeah, do code? you have a Tinder invite code? <laughs> <laughs> can I get 20, can I, can I use your Tinder code and we both get 20% off? <laughs> What else would change? In there? You know what? I All think right. Sophie would host this podcast. Sophie would be the only culture game. I think Sophie would become the only. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be Sophie and Nick hosting It'll be the Sophie show. Sophie and Nick hosting uh, the show. We decline. Uh, well, one. How would that show start off? How would that show start off? <laughs> first of all, first of all, they would intro the show immediately. immediately. Every episode. The show <laughs> would start off. Can I do it? Can I do it? Sure, try it. Hello and welcome to Culture Kings. We do not belong here. Do not listen to anything we have to say have a great day here's an old episode you I guys mean, would reuse old episodes over and over again yeah because we're not culture kings no you guys would we're not culture kings uh, if not then you guys would find like two i am niggas. literally the opposite of a culture king yeah well, we know. i mean does we, know that, but, we know that <laughs> but but in our disappearance yeah. there would have to be some type of a void right, we'll get some get somebody else it's not me wow you would find a replacement black person Damn. i would literally not let my we would rather we would rather two white people took over I our show 100 <laughs> percent would rather two white people took over this show than y'all go find two replacement other black niggas. people especially if those replacement niggas like were the same energy as yeah. us i would rather two white people take over the show then you guys go find out I would I then find out who Jaquise A and Edgar, or Jaquise B and Edgar B are. Yeah. I would rather you guys find two white people. Yeah. I would I would rather that too. If we died. That's yeah. whack. I, if we died, no, sure. I would rather you would you rather guys. give the opportunity to two white people. That's whack. Then then find out who you guys think is my replacement. Then who you, to find out who my light skinned yeah. vivid is. Yeah. That means I, we're irreplaceable. Yeah. <laughs> like y'all just like, look, we can't make the show black anymore. <laughs> we have to change I, this I show. I literally said I would reuse old. No, old that'd episodes. be terrible. No, that'd be terrible. That. Get white people in here. No. Don't do that to our families. Yeah. <laughs> Just, new episode of Culture Kings new was episode. episode five of Culture Kings. <laughs> they would just have to listen to us retalk shit all the time. All the time. All right. No, okay. Yeah, get to it. What else would change? Okay. Fine, so I'll have Jamie Loftus play the part of Edgar Montplaisir. I mean, truly, what a slap in the face. That would. There you yeah. Go. What a slap in the face. I get it. But get still it. better than y'all finding like some nigga <laughs> named Edwin Montplaisir and Jack and Jacquef Meal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what else would what, what else would change? change? What, what else would change? change? Mm, okay. Um, Do you have something big that would change? Yes. All right. Let's talk about it right after the break. All right. Five years has gone past. Five and a half years has gone past. We're we're back. We landed. What a 
What else has changed? A black woman is president. Black woman is president. A black woman is president. Who? Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> okay. I think we've gone too far. Like, we've, gone we've gone too far, too far to far the celebrities. And Beyonce was the only one that made sense to people. Yeah. And I think that she's president. I mean, I Sophie, she's you v- didn't disappear. I we think disappeared, she's Sophie. VP and I think Viola Davis is president. No, no. stop it. Viola Davis wouldn't want to give up her career. Yeah, exactly. You okay, but Beyonce would? <laughs> yeah. Beyonce is more Y'all close. Beyonce, how is that Beyonce trash? is closer to retiring and being okay than Viola Davis is. Yeah, and that's Beyonce just is a fucking superstar. And a bajillionaire. Beyonce, Beyonce could easily transition to anything. Yeah, and Beyonce's successful. done. Yeah. Viola Davis just started catching heat. Oh, I don't know. And I'm not that. saying no, 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 no. Like, I don't know about that. This is her prime right now. Viola Davis is, is her in prime. her acting yeah. prime. She's in her Beyonce's prime. not in her music prime right now. Beyonce's like, if I want to stop, I can stop right now. And she would be considered the, one of the greatest of all time. And Viola Davis, I don't know if she stopped right now. We'd say that she was the greatest. I would say she's up there. Especially I would with say black she's women. up there, especially with black. But women. I mean, Angela Bassett is. Angela Bassett. That's her throne Angela right Bassett now. does not get enough credit. We've said that before. That's what I'm saying. Viola Davis is, I'm not saying that she just started acting. Of course she's been acting for a long time. But for black women, and this is trash, it takes longer for them to come into the mainstream. It's true. That's just facts. It's very true. And Viola Davis is just now coming into the mainstream. And by yeah. saying just now, I mean within the last five to seven years. Mm. She's been acting for way longer. But Beyonce, she isn't just coming into the mainstream. Beyonce been here for a minute. And also, listen... They already are, Beyonce and Jay-Z are closer to royalty that we put up politicians on than yes. Viola, Viola Davis that's is. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're much closer to that realm. I don't know why that's an insult to Viola yeah, Davis. Yeah, that's not an insult to anybody. That's not an insult to anybody. They are, they can't, they're campaigning. <laughs> they are. They're <laughs> influencing <laughs> elections. Yeah, they're campaigning. Viola Davis ain't influencing elections. She's great, though. She is great. Has She's she won great. Best Actress yet? Yeah. For? Oh, for Emmy? I don't know. No, for She's won an Oscar, Oscar before. For She's Best Actress Oscar. or Best Supporting I mean, Actress? Probably Best Supporting. That's what I'm saying. Has she? Has she won the Best Supporting Actress? I think Octavia beat her, didn't she? I know Octavia won, but I think no, she yeah, did. No, yeah, she did win Best Supporting Actress for Fences. That's what I thought. Which is weird. She should have been... Already? Best Actress, right? She was best actress. She wasn't a supporting actress, and that there was no. But that's what she won. There was no other female lead. In that's that. what she won, though. <laughs> that's weird. See again, I'm telling y'all. That's so weird, man. <laughs> She's not at the. T- in five years, in her... five years, there would not be a. There would be no more best supporting actresses in the Oscar category. Just you think all... so? In this in this timeline, it would just be no more supporting. Just ten people, men, women, and whoever wins wins. I think actress will disappear in five, in in ten to fifteen years, and it'll just be it'll just be actor overall, and and men and women are both in that. Yes, I think in ten to fifteen years that's true. That, if award shows even that last suck. ten to fifteen, why would that suck? That would suck. Why? Because I think then you will start getting to the numbers of man, six men have won in a row. Uh, I mean, I think that it would happen because a woman would just be clearly the best overall. That would be great. That would be great. Uh, I don't get the whole switching. I, I mean, if we're really being real, it doesn't make sense that you switch them, that you separate them. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense at all. It, whoever's best is the best. Yeah, it doesn't make sense that you separate between a man and woman acting. No. <laughs> They're both fucking actors. They're both fucking actors. Whoever's the best is the best. I agree with that. I don't think they'll change it. Uh, I think and I don't think they years. should. I don't think they should change it. 
I don't think it should change. Why? Solely because it does give an opportunity that probably wouldn't be there for people to win Oscars. But I think, you know, all right, so then, like... Because, especially back in the day, like, maybe we're changing now, but back 30, 40 years ago, there would be so many uh, actresses who wouldn't even get a chance. But we don't have best picture with a female lead, best picture with a male lead. Like, we just have best picture. True. Right? That's true. So I think that we could also have, you know... Best I see actor. your point. I see your point. And and if a woman is the best actor that year, she should win. I don't necessarily disagree with your point. I just don't think for that reason it'll happen. I mean, that to me is. What's the biggest change in five years? Like, do you think, would you want to come back to your you life? I Beyonce was president. I don't, it, that doesn't surprise me. That's not a huge change? Not really. All right. Think of our last fucking four, five presidents. You got <laughs> an actor. Uh, a dynasty family. Maybe George H.W. was kind of new, but he was already in politics and popular. You got Bill Clinton, who up here playing saxophone on Arsenio Hall. But again, was also still a politician. Still a politician, <laughs> yeah. But like they had started to cross over to that you need to have the charisma of a fucking celebrity. celebrity. Uh, you got George W., which was a very popular person. But also a politician. Also a politician. I'm, they're all politicians except for Donald Trump. Exactly. Uh, Barack Obama, I can easily see him being in movies. Easily. As a matter of fact, he's, he's now producing shit yeah. for Netflix. And then we got Donald Trump. Uh, that's not that much of a leap for where we're going to okay. think that Beyonce could. Was more of a leap is that she would run. But <laughs> if she ran, not that big of a leap to think she then would I win. would say this. I would not go back to my whole life. If I could come back five years later and everyone thinks I'm dead, my nigga, I'm relishing in that. But here's the thing, too. In Why this, would you not in this, that? in this TV show, yeah, they find us. To, no, no, no. To them, that was yesterday. Like that, five years didn't pass for them. I know. Yeah. I've so seen for the you, trailers for Man yeah, yeah, yeah. So for you, like you would come back. And we would think it's still November 29th, 2018. I know, but then I would say, when is it? And then they'll say, it's November 29, 2023. And I'll say, does Ana think I'm dead? And they're going to say, yeah. And I say, bet. Tell me where the nearest grocery store is. I want to gro- buy all the Sprite, mm-hmm. all the bread, mm-hmm. all the candy. Because you're still on Whole 30. And ain't nobody going to stop me. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? You know what? I think the biggest change will be hmm. that when we come back, because when we come back, all our phones are gonna say no service because our numbers are turned off. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to get new phones. Mm-hmm. The iPhone will be a thing of the past. Of course, it'll be all like iTunes. It'll be like iTunes. Nah, all Androids. No, you shut your damn all mouth. Androids. No, you shut your damn mouth. And it will be iTunes. It'll be Minority Report. Basically, when we come back, it'll be the World of Minority Report, sponsored by Google, and Android 20.0. That's the biggest change in the world. (laughs) Right there. I spoke it. Uh, No. I believe it. I think iPhone wins this battle, my man. I know. But only to the uneducated. No, it's just more convenient. That's what they say. That's what they say. That's what they say when you go out to vote. It's more convenient to stay at home. 
And now look where we're at. I don't even know what point you're making. I've, I, there, I mean, the amount of logical fallacies in that statement that are iPhone staggering. Uses, iPhone made, uses are the reason me, we have Donald you can, Trump. You, you, you can mail-in vote Jaquees from your house. If you people ain't doing that shit, I do it. Every I time. do it every time. People ain't doing that shit. <laughs> Two people out of the three people in this room disagree, <laughs> and my dog. That shit. People Your dog out here voting. I See, wish. You're the reason, I wish. You're the reason why. You're the reason why Democrats can't Shoot. vote. Because all that voter, that voter fraud, yeah. having 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 your dog vote. Uh, you know what? I had a thought today that was kind of fucked up. That I was like, I should tweet this, but I didn't tweet it. So I'll just say it on this podcast that. More dogs have made it into certain workplaces than black people have. Because <laughs> of this whole, like, bring your dog to work thing that's happening now. Like, mm-hmm. there are more dogs that have made it into certain kind of workplaces than, than any person, than of, any color. person of color. It's uh, probably very true for a lot of offices and places <laughs> and restaurants. There's, dog, uh, there's dogs that have been in better hotels than I've been in. Damn. That's sad. There's dogs who've flown first class more than I have. That's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> there are. There are dogs who eat better than I do. There are dogs that eat way better than I do. Yeah. They eat healthier than I do. There are dogs that get more, more love their, than I do. They have more in their savings than I do. Yeah. If they die, like some people left, leave inheritance to their dogs. They do. When I die, there's going to be dogs who are in better cemeteries than I am. Yeah, of course. What, like better tombstones or better headstones? headstones. Yeah. There are dogs who dress better than you and I, who have clothes that are worth more than our clothes. That's true. Damn. There are dogs who have better rides than we do. Yeah, they are dogs. Like, because some dogs don't walk. Some dogs no. get pushed around. They do. They got better rides than we they do. do. They do. Damn. There are dogs that live in better houses than you and I. And I'm dog talking about houses. their own houses. Yeah, yeah not, even, own, the, not, not even, even the main person, house. Yeah, dog houses. Their own dog houses. Mm-hmm. Damn. And they can pee and poop whenever they want. Wherever that, they want. That's the thing that hurts me. It's like, look, you can be more expensive and you can be richer than me, but the fact that you get to shit and pee wherever you want. And then just sleep when you want to. If Ugh. you feel like having a day where you don't do shit as you do a dog, it. you can do that. You can do it. But you know who don't get that respect? Cats. How about how so? Shit. People always pushing cats around, telling cats what to do, always pushing their anger towards cats. I mean, I feel like cats, cats are constantly holding up everyone's anger. They're holding up everyone's hate. And I think cats are so disrespected. I mean, there are a lot of people who hate cats. And and they they hold up the world's problems. You know what I mean? I tell my cat my problems. Yeah, and, and your cat doesn't, I mean, the amount of emotional labor that cats do mm-hmm. is ridiculous. I tell all my hot takes to my cat and See, all my opinions. and that's not fair because your cat sometimes doesn't want to listen, but then you go like, well, don't I feed you? Yeah. My cat sometimes, just sometimes want to listen to my art and expression. No, but then you're giving them your hot takes, and they're just like, this is not what I wanted. It's not what I wanted. My cat doesn't like social media. Mm. He thinks it's bad. Mm. So, mm. on that note. On that note. I need to go reevaluate my life. Just next time you see a dog, think, is there a black person living better than this dog? <laughs> <laughs> And the answer is probably no. <laughs> the look of disgust Sophie just gave me. It's cool. More fans are just going to write about how much they hate me. What? We're not talking about your dog. <laughs> talking about your dog. Somebody You're... wrote that they're mad that I like Kobe and that I love my dog. And this pot, this episode proves it. Sorry. I'll just go cry in the corner. Okay. 
Sophie, you gotta uh, gotta get tougher. You gotta you gotta say fuck those people. Yeah, man. Look, you know how many people? Somebody call me Jar Jar Binks, and I don't know what they meant by that. I still think about it every day. I go back, I look at that review, and I go, "What did this person mean by that?" Somebody said it looked like I had grandkids. <laughs> That shit hurt, man. You just got to toughen up. <laughs> that shit hurt, man. I don't know what they mean by that. They say, you're the Jar Jar Binks of this podcast. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know what they mean. Yeah, man. People people hurt us, too. But you got to be tough. You got to be tough, Sophie, because you put yourself out there and, you know, people are going to take shots. Sh- this is your show. I didn't put you on my show. You put yourself. And I'm saying you got to be careful. You I got stuff. You got you to gotta get a Twitter. That's what you got to do. I'm yeah, cool. that's true. Got to get a Twitter. You got to get a Twitter. Cool. That's the next hashtag. Get Sophia Twitter. Get hashtag Sophie. get Sophia Twitter. Hashtag get Sophia Twitter. Nah, I'm cool. <laughs> Why? So, what you afraid of? I don't like mean people. That's There's that's the game. Yeah. That's the game. Mean people will be mean to my dog. And Anybody uh, will be mean to your dog. Your dog is. will be mean about my shows. That is and my host no, and my friends no. or my mom. And then I'll just people cry are mean about them. us. They mean. I'm not the talent though. I'm behind the scenes I intentionally. Mean, I don't want my own podcast. Of course. I don't want to host a show. Of but course. Here is one thing that I'm wondering. Would you really be sad if people were mean to your dog on social media? I would find them. I would go fully omniscient. You know your dog is richer than a lot of these people on social media, right? <laughs> <laughs> like your dog. Your dog out here living his best life. Your dog is living his best life. That's She's how you get girl. back at him. Your dog is living its best life is what I said. She's a she. Your dog is living She's its best. She's a she. See, I'm Mercy. getting defensive already. It's not even Mercy. Twitter. Mercy. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Culture Kings. I feel like that's how we should end every episode now. (laughs) This has been this edition of Culture Kings, September 26, 2018. Three days away from my birth date. How far are you in that bet with... uh, Oh, it's not even close. Not anymore. It started off off close. He got like 300 new followers in the first like three days, and then it dropped off tremendously. Um, so you gonna owe him money? No, I'm not gonna owe him shit. I just won't get anything. Mm. I won't get no money. I won't get the I won't get the Venmo birthday love that you got, Edgar. You don't know that. I don't know that. Maybe, you don't know. Maybe that. I will. Maybe you'll outdo what I did. I don't know. People still don't know what you did. They don't. Five thousand dollars? No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It was more than that. Damn. So y'all heard him. If y'all want to show love, y'all got to give me the $7,500 in Venmo. That's okay. Nigga, if I, I do that, I will take us to Vegas. I'd love that. <laughs> I would take us to Vegas. I would love that. I've never been. Never? Never, not once. Can we I've do been a, to the airport. Can we do a live episode in Vegas? Yeah, Sophie, get on that. Sure. Thank you. Whatever you say, sir. Ugh. This has been Culture Kings, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) My goodness. That's not what we're doing. Sophie. Sophie, you would be there too. Sophie, it's hard for me to feel bad for you. Do you understand? You're in a Lakers hat. Your dog's living your best life. Her. It's best, her best life. You know, you got a good job. You know what I mean? You out here producing. How many shows you produce on this network? Nine hundred and twenty-five. So then you out here and you want me to say, and you know I'm what feel else? Feel bad for you because people tweet at you. And you know what else? Hmm. You're the future host of Culture King. That's. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't feel bad for you, Sophie. Do you understand that? Do you understand what? Jaquise is so much funnier than you today. <laughs> That's fair. That's I'm sorry. fair.
Uh, I can't feel bad for you. I just can't. But we do feel bad if you don't come to our Chicago podcast show. That's right. If you're not at our Chicago podcast festival live show, we're going to feel so bad bad for for you. Going to feel bad for you. I can feel bad for me. I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to have a great time. I'm having a good time, guys. I'm coming home. I'm going to Giordano's every day. No, we're not. I am. No, nah, we're going to Ronaldi's. No, nah, I'm, I'm going to take you to some. We'll take you some good pizza places. Giordano's like is good, but I'm going to take you to some. I'm, I'm going show you there, around. and then I'm going to Ed DeBevick's. Okay, I'm going to show you around. I'm I love Ed DeBevick's. It's yeah. great. Yeah, I'm, hey, look, I like know. when people are rude to me. Hey, are you talking about the Wiener Circle? No, there's Ed DeBevick's too. It's oh. a diner where everyone's a dork. Mm. I've never been. You got to go. the Wiener Circle. Don't take me Wiener Circle. Wiener Circle in Chicago. Stand up. Is that is that also their gimmick there? They're extremely rude to you, and they're all black too. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah. There's Ed DeBevick's. It's a diner. In I know what it downtown is. Downtown Chicago. I know what it is. Yeah. I've never been, but rude. I went to Arena Circle because it was like my people being rude to okay. me. Okay, yeah. Well, it is white people. At- <laughs> <laughs> but do you want to know what's very funny about Ed DeBevick's though? Is it's a diner, so it's a lot of families, and yeah. kids don't get it. Yeah, like, kids no, they are don't so, get it. like they're just like, yo, why the hell did this waiter throw their straws at me? Yeah, <laughs> and it's so funny to watch. Yeah. Because I mean, when you're an adult, you're just like, oh, this is a gimmick. But mm-hmm. to see kids be like, that's not how waiters are supposed to act, that shit makes me laugh every time. Love it. Love it. We're going to have a good time, guys. So if you're not there, I feel bad for you. November 29th, you. 2018. Yeah. Get your tickets, 9 p.m. They're on sale right now. Right now. If we sell out, we're going to do that live performance. We're do that live performance, guys. Uh, we're about to choose a design winner. We're in the process of doing that right now. Mm-hmm. I think I also am going to put some designs in. I got some ideas. So li- look out for the new merch, guys. It should be coming hopefully soon. I don't know how long the process takes, but it'll come soon, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, this has been one hell of a day. And we're coming back in here tomorrow. You know why? Why? Because we're about to start going to three episodes a week. Three episodes a week? God damn it. That's my birthday present to you guys. October 1st. It's the start of the week where we're dropping three episodes a week, ladies right. and gentlemen. That's right. God damn it. More time for y'all to enjoy your culture kings. We like you. We love you guys. It's time to get the fuck out of here. Chicago. Stand up. Culture Kings pod on all social media. What's the surprising cut of the week? I was trying to think of one, and I can't think of one. Edgar, you're much better at this. I'm surprised you haven't chosen a Nickelback song yet. That's not surprising. I'm thrilled. That's not surprising. I can give you a surprising one. It's an old-ass track. No, it's not a surprise. And it's in the Nickelback realm. That's not a surprise, and I'll tell you why it's not a surprise. Because people know you like Nickelback. No, because Nickelback is great, and everyone already knows that. Like It would be a surprise if they weren't great, but Nickelback's already great. Uh So I don't have to surprise nobody with one of their tracks. Okay. Uh, The track today is a very, very good track from a very, very good group. That group's name is Brockhampton. They just dropped a new album, Iridescence. And the song's name is Fabric. I don't think that's a surprise either. We all know you like Brockhampton. It's all right. That's the surprising cut of the week is Fabric by Brockhampton. All right. Listen to it. Let's ride out to that, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, guess what? We'll be back. Bye-bye. I can't sleep like I used to The world will try to tell you who you are before you get to Explain yourself, your thoughts, your motives, and all of your reasons Two albums every season, what the hell do y'all believe in? Why the hell do y'all keep reaching? In the evenings when I see them I tell myself that love will be the thing to keep us from grieving
something new to believe in Cause these new niggas will change on you I mean they change on you Why the hell the BBC only writes about me When it comes down to controversy What's about three CDs in one year with no label Then we signed and our story turned into a fucking fable I was that nigga in a room with no motherfucking cable And no table Now my mom called me whenever she need her car No cell phone, whatever bill paid to Y'all niggas lose You don't understand why I do what I do So let me do it Get the hell on, let me do it I don't speak like I used to I'm thinking of a way to change the world that I move through I feel like Nicola, what I invent is what I'm true to I feel for Nicola with these ideas that I grew through I know that when they see you blow your mind, I'm just abuse you It's hard to feel what's real, some nights I'm scared that I'm delusional I'm scared of more like Nicola than I'd ever collude to I'm scared of what can happen when ideas will consume you Cause there isn't room for peace I can't achieve